Welcome to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 on the Faith FM network. And you are joined by Danuta and my fabulous co-host, Lawson. I'm glad it puts a smile on your of face. Course, How are it you? it always does. I am fantastic. There no, you go. Fabulous I'm, and fantastic. I am really good. I, like, God, is, God is really good. And I think that, you know, I, I talked a little bit earlier this week. Man, we still haven't started uni yet. And so mm. a little bit cooped up. But despite that, I'm looking forward to, after the show this morning, I'm going to meet up with one of my friends. Shout out, Caleb. We're going to do a Bible study together and hang out cool you know it's just like you know i have radio in the morning it's fantastic yeah. um but still over the holidays being able to do some what we'd call personal ministry like yeah. personally beautiful like having people in my circle having friends who are seeking after god and that i can be used by god to be able to share the word with them so yeah. i'm really looking forward to that i'm just super grateful that i have the opportunity and i'm in the position to be able to do that and i also want to encourage our listeners out there you know the bible says uh, matthew chapter 28 verse 18 to 20 you know go you therefore and make disciples That's of it. all nations teaching them uh, you know and baptizing Baptize them, them in the, in the name, name of the father, father and the son and the, and the holy, holy spirit. spirit this is the call that god has given us and it's yeah. it's cool that I, I get to live up to that and then we all really get to live up to that so yeah, yeah. and bible studies are so much fun aren't they they're oh, not only the fun best. but just Digging deep into God's word mm. is just so fabulous. Absolutely. So fabulous. Yeah, it's amazing. What, what about you this morning? How are uh, you? Look, I'm really grateful. You know what I'm grateful for this morning? What are you grateful for? My husband came home oh, last night after being away. <laughs> like he, he hasn't left me. Okay. He okay. was just, yeah, yeah, no, no. He's a good husband, my husband. But he's been away for a few days with work. Okay. And he came home. So it was just nice to have dinner together and to have him back. So <laughs> go away, Lawson. No. No. I'm so glad we to hear tight. that. You know, we are yeah, tight. Yeah, yeah, Just oh, my husband finally came home. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Trouble in paradise? Nah, Never. that's amazing. <laughs> Praise God. Coming up on today's show, we have our interview with Jennifer Skews, who's our emotional health expert. She comes on every week. We've also got news, good news about valuable work being done. Um, that's that's, that was lost and then found. Mm. We're also digging deeper into God's word in Ephesians, breaking down walls of separation through Jesus Christ. It's going to be a powerful study. Don't miss it today. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Absolutely. Okay, we've got our first question for for today with our quiz. Yeah. Take it away, Lawson. Yeah, we're doing something a bit different today. So every single question is a multiple choice, but we have a bank of answers and you need to work out. We're going to give you all the answers right now. You need to work out which, which question one fits in. Uh, you know, attaches to which. Uh-huh. Okay, so here we go. The first question is, who let two spies flee by descending a cord from a window in her house? So that's, that's our first question. And then here's our bank of answers. Mm-hmm. Sisera, Rahab, Elisha, Jezebel, or Mikkel? Which one of these people is this? Now, this is, this is all the answers for today. We're, we are being generous. We, we are, are being generous. giving you all the answers straight up. That's but you right. got to work out which, which question is the right question. It's kind of like. Which it's, answer is the it, right one, you mean? Yeah, which yeah, answer absolutely. is the, to the question? It's like we're basically <laughs> playing a kind of radio version of Jeopardy, essentially. Of elimination. That's, That's right. That's what we're doing it. this morning. Who let two spies flee by descending a cord from a window in her house? Was it Sisera, Rahab, Elijah? 
Aisha, Jezebel, or Mikkel? If you know the answer, hey, 0491-064-669 is the number to text. And if you know that answer, you'll go into the draw to win our prize for this week, which is Daniel Wisdom for the Wise by Zdravko Stefanovic. It's a chapter-by-chapter, verse-by-verse, practical and thorough commentary of the book of Daniel. And as you've been saying, Danuta, it's very fresh, you know, very inspiring. And yeah, just essentially exegeting out of Daniel, the real deep meaning of the text and how it can apply to us, how it can apply to our world that we're living in. And it is will just be a blessing if you want to know the Bible better. Hey, 0491-064-669. We've already got answers coming through. But again, that question, who let the spies flee by descending a cord from a window in her house. Was it Sisera, Rahab, Elisha, Jezebel, or Mikkel? And we'll give a little clue with that one too. It was a scarlet cord. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Hey, you're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. What is happening in the world of positively different news to Nuda? Yeah, well, we're going to Connecticut today, which is in the northeastern part of the USA. Yep. Yeah, and... We've got dry cleaners that are doing some really good work. Like, <laughs> okay. yeah. All right. Yep, the dry cleaners. Do you like going to the dry cleaners I, with any of your stuff? I or have do you been just... to the dry cleaners uh-huh. maybe three times in my life. True. And that's like, because I wear maybe, I wear a suit probably once a year, maybe twice a year. In fact, I have a group of suits. I have maybe like five of them mm-hmm. and I wear them each potentially once a year and then I take them in one big go I take them all to the dry cleaners at once wow. give them to the dry cleaners the dry cleaners clean them up for me and I get them back <laughs> and then I don't think about the dry cleaners again for another year and a half oh wow okay. so I the dry cleaners <laughs> is not a regular occurrence for me that being said I'm sure they're doing amazing things in Connecticut they are mm-hmm do you say Connecticut? Yeah, Connecticut. I say Connecticut. Really? Yeah, yeah, who I says do. It? Who says it like that? <laughs> uh, maybe that's like, what? Yeah, that is not allowed. Yeah. Our right. American right, in the Miss studio is, is lost. Connecticut. Con- Connecticut. All right. Correction. <laughs> My husband always corrects me for things like, you know, I say grant instead of grant. Oh, that's fine because oh, we're Australian. You're, you're okay. Yes. Yeah. That, but he says, so- no, in New South Wales, it's grant. That you know, that's really nasal grant. Yeah, Can and you it's, get, no, yeah, grant. grant. But it's okay. like it's Whereas also I, very Americanized. I, yeah, us Americans would do it that way too. Yeah, yeah. You? But you're you're playing into your I'm British from, roots. Well, British roots because you're I'm from not, South Australia. I'm from South Australia, Adelaide. Yeah. right. So we say grant. Yeah, well, because most people I know from Adelaide have some type of British accent because of the massive like British immigration that happens there. Right. So I'm I'm Polish background, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so no connection there, but but you I, grew up in the environment. But I did, <laughs> but I did live in the UK for oh, two years. Of when I came back, I was actually singing my notes because I lived in Liverpool for a while, mm-hmm. and um, so I had to stop that a little bit. But I love the Liverpool accent. Anyway, coming back to Connecticut, <laughs> Connecticut. Connecticut. Um, so the dry cleaners were actually not only now are doing more than their job. It's not in their job description, but they're doing really good work. Basically, what they were finding is between May and September, some turtles were migrating across from uh, from one side of the highway to the other Aww. side to then hatch their little ones. Because they, you know, they would get close to the water, but they would be coming in onto the floor, into the whole area of the laundry. Wow. Of course, because probably I was thinking like, why would that be? Hey, 
Mm-hmm. But possibly because there's a lot of water, you know, when you're doing laundry and stuff like that, water yeah, can be yeah, around yeah. or whatever. But either way, what they found is that the dry cleaners was right smack bang middle in that area where the turtles would be migrating across to go and do their hatching, right? Wait, so turtles were like these baby turtles or these adult no, 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 turtles? No, 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 these these are the ones that the mother mother turtles. Yeah, they were going. just rocking up in the dry cleaners. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, and so what they decided to wow. do? I know, amazing, eh? <laughs> I'm like, that's, like how would why you? Don't, be? Why don't turtles just walk into my head? No, that's yeah. really amazing. So basically, what the dry cleaners are doing, the workers in the dry cleaners are now doing, is they're actually routinely taking these turtles by hand. Mm. and actually taking one turtle at a time across Aww. the highway. Which is very useful. Yeah, to where they actually need to go. So she says we've actually helped bring at least one turtle across each. So the the, the community is now getting involved as well. It's not just the dry cleaners mm-hmm. that are actually doing that. Isn't that just fabulous? Yeah, I just think like they're going like, let's look out for these guys. They need They, they need some help. And, and let's do that. And I think, you know, the Bible speaks very much about doing good works, you know. It mm. says, do not, um, in Galatians, Paul actually says, do not get weary in doing good. Mm. That's just one of the many verses that, that comes up about, mm. about good. We also covered one last week in Ephesians 2.10 that says we are created, we are God, Christ's workmanship created for good works, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. which is, I think is fabulous. Don't, don't you think that's beautiful? No, I, so, I think it's, it's really awesome. And they're helping these turtles out. And also like, think about how much of a hazard the highway is to a turtle, like, yeah, and yeah. vice versa. Like do those things are, well, it depends. I've seen some turtles absolutely motor, like move quite fast, but well, they're turtles. So not tortoises. Tortoises are particularly slow, but if yeah. they're, if they're turtles and they, whether they can move fast or not, they're still very much a hazard on the freeway. And unlike in Australia where we can just put up one of those, you, you ever see those nets that cross the, the highway there yes. so that the koalas can climb yeah, over? I love I'm like, that's that. ingenious. Like that's so cool. Absolutely. Um, I've never seen one crossing yet, but yes. Yeah. yeah I'm always them. looking up there. Like, too. Oh, <laughs> but I'm always driving in the daytime. If, right. and I feel like if you're driving through there at night, then you probably wouldn't see it anyway because it'd be too dark. But you don't have the ability to do that with turtles no. because what are they going to do? Like, they can't yeah. climb up a thing. So it's fantastic I that they've been so. able to find a way to sort this Absolutely. out. Absolutely. And they're not, they're not endangered. They're just going like, these are species. We just need to help. Absolutely. Uh, so I love that. Hey, another another story. This one comes from Toronto this time. Oh, it comes out Toronto way. But, of <laughs> yeah. course, it's coming out Canada, right? Yeah, yeah. I okay. love Canada too. I was hoping to live there one time, but that never happened either. Mm-hmm. I ended up in the UK longer instead. <laughs> But an artist by the name of Dmitry Bondarenko, so a Russian guy, migrated from the USSR for, um, mm. with his with his parents to Canada years ago. Mm. But he's an artist and he's also a lecturer and he spent 10 years filling uh, basically a, sp- a sketchbook of paintings and he actually lost it when he was cycling through a city of Leslieville, right? Mm. And he jo- dropped it. No, not sure why he actually had it, so why he had it on the bike, but maybe it was part of his lectures and stuff like that. But he actually it's actually full of his paintings, but also in there it actually had some of the work of um, the objects of belonging, like still life paintings of the objects of his uh, great grandfather who was in, who had been in the army, and so really significant mm-hmm. stuff, you know. And he ended up dropping it, and then he, and he and he didn't know that he dropped it. Mm-hmm. And so what he ended up doing is putting out flyers, putting it on the posts, and things like that. 
and onto telephone poles. And then eventually he went to Facebook, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was two days later that somebody responded. It was an older man, 75-year-old man, who actually had found the sketchbook. And and he roused him a little bit when he actually came uh, to, to get the sketchbook. He said, hey, put your name in it, put your phone number in it so that it can be put, you know, given back into the right hands. But either way, the good thing is somebody had found something that had been lost, held on to it, responded to it, and it's a beautiful lost and found story. Mm. It's a beautiful lost and found story. And I think um, not only was it just really significant for him, but I just think that in the Bible, you know, Jesus had a lot of parables talking about lost and found. Mm. We've got the parable of the lost coin. We've got the parable of the prodigal son. We've got the parable of the lost sheep. And, you know, those those parables Jesus really shared because he actually indicates in there how important we are to him, the value that we are to him. Because the parable of the lost sheep says, you know, he's he's the, the shepherd and and as the shepherd goes out to find the one lost sheep mm-hmm. or the widow like literally sweeps the floor to find the one lost coin. Mm. The prodigal son returns to the father. It shows the love of the yeah. father. And I love that, that, you know, the Bible speaks so much about the value, how much value we are to Christ because he's such a loving God. So lost and found is our story here today that connects with the Bible. Yeah, absolutely. And God has given so much to find us. The, the The search cost him his life. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Hey, Lawson, what have we got for our next quiz question today? We've got them coming in thick and faster. I think it's working well to have multiple choice. We've also got some people answering yesterday's quiz, and of course they probably won't hear this until tomorrow, but if you are listening to a show that will right now it is Wednesday and we are going through our quiz on, you know, with all these multiple answers. If you're listening to this on a Thursday, well then you are on the delayed broadcast and we want to encourage you to jump on the Faith FM app and listen live. Of course, the delayed broadcast goes out on some of our sites where we don't have the best internet because of our system here at Faith FM is internet radio with all of our different transmitters across Australia. Literally hundreds and hundreds of transmitters and we're so grateful for the hundreds of people and the churches who have put our antennas up all over Australia. Lots. In some areas, they're not getting the live show. If you're not getting the live show, if it's not Wednesday when you're listening to this, jump on the Faith FM app as well if you want to join in live. Hey, you're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning and our next question for the quiz, what evil woman painted her face before before being thrown out of a window by her Aids. Hey, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Our answers, our pool of answers that we have for our quiz today. It's Rahab, Jezebel, Elisha, Mikkel, and Sisera. If you know which one is you know, lining up with this question here, what evil woman painted her face before being thrown out of a window by her aides? Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Of course, you'll go into the draw for our amazing prize this week. Daniel, Wisdom for the Wise, an incredible, awesome commentary, which we are wanting to give to you for free Yeah, if you win the draw. And how to win the draw? Answer these questions correctly by giving us a text at 0491 064 669. And the book of 
of Daniel is such an important and such Absolutely. a deep book with so many important gems, you mm. know. So, yeah, going for the draw, 0491-064-669. Hey, Lawson, what have we got in the way of news today? Okay, I want to talk about kidnapping this morning. Kidnapping? Yeah, this is pretty intense topic, hey. but I want to talk about it because there has been a story which has reared its head recently, which is yep. a little bit... A little bit horrific, but where? But before I get into the story, this was actually a cold case from 1975, which has True. finally been resolved. I want to talk a little bit about kidnapping and the idea of strange danger. Now, mm. of course, strange danger was a phrase that was popularized in the 80s in the United States, and particularly there was a few movements that enabled that to happen. It was this, the 70s and the 80s. They had like the milk carton kids at the time, which is they had milk cartons which with pictures of kids on it that were missing that they would like you know they would be getting around and whatnot did did that ever happen in australia i don't i don't know if it ever did i don't produce shell that's probably something you would have come up come into contact with growing up milk carton kids you know like missing kids <laughs> on the milk carton that kind of thing yeah yeah now, it was not it was, not good because it's kids that are doing you know yeah it's yeah obviously so and a really yeah. awful awful thing absolutely now but it's a great forum because everybody would Drink milk, you know. Yeah. So, so it's in everybody's breakfast table, yeah. and so you're you're always being like you. So if you're going to see that child, yeah, you're going to familiarize yourself pretty well. So it's a very very good tactic. Well, interestingly, that tactic has actually come under fire and criticism, True. and the whole concept of tr- strange danger itself. Now, everyone agrees that like. Stranger danger exists. Like, right? You know, yeah, you know, you, you, you want to have some kind of, you want to teach your kids to have some kind of early. wits about them. Yeah, yeah early, early. That's right. Because, you know, some kids actually go up, you know, that they're, they're actually thinking somebody's just so kind to them mm. and they respond so easily because yes. they don't because they're understand. Innocent and they're they're young. so innocent. And, and so, absolutely. But in terms of the degree of risk, that was something that really came under criticism. Uh, during that period or well, mm. later retro retrospectively right. uh, because there was there was like after all of this strange danger all of these campaigns all of these things there was a, a massive study that was done in 2002 and i know that's a fair bit ago now but in 2002 there was a huge study done it was surveying 800,000 kids who had been reported missing that year so eight out of 800,000 minors had been reported missing that year and at the time the population of the united states was 287 million 800,000 kids had been reported missing and 75 percent of them were runaways so they they just run away from home or it was just they weren't kidnapped had nothing to do with kidnapping 25 percent of them were family abductions and wow the like well sorry not 75 percent had been kidnapped but rather you know the overwhelming majority sorry had been runaways 25 percent had been family abductions and the overwhelming majority of those family abductions were basically fathers in estranged marriages you know like d- wow. divorced marriages yeah, right. had you know gone and picked up their kids at a time in which they shouldn't have or something like that which had been resort resorted resolved by the courts uh seven percent of them were non-family abductions but 115 kids out of 800,000 kids that's one in 10,000 115 kids fell under the label of what we would call a classic abduction 
True. So that means someone who was taken by a non-family member for a prolonged period of time to commit some sort of sort of crime, either a murder or a sexual crime. It was a 115 out of 800,000 children that had been reported. That's 115 too many. It, of course, it? like that is yeah. awful. But I think it goes to show. It's like it. Although it was being portrayed as, oh, strange, da, 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 it wasn't quite to the degree that a lot of people believed it was. But again, 115 too many. And it's incredibly sad and harrowing. So that was in the year of 2002. Now, if we wind back to the clock to 1975, there was yeah. this case that happened. It was the disappearance. It happened in Philadelphia. The disappearance of Gretchen Harrington. Now, this was a cold case all the way up until last year. This girl, she disappeared. So they didn't know who, whether it was family out of, yeah. out of those three that you've mentioned. Yeah, they didn't know if they it was family, know, or family or a stranger yeah. or they didn't know what it was. They eventually found out, they found her body, they found that it had, you know, she had been killed and abused and it's just just an awful thing. Shocking. But it was, it was a massively cold case. They didn't know until there was a book that was actually written about it, which repopularized the cold case last year, wow. which then just got a bunch of people online interested in the case mm-hmm. and starting mm-hmm. to like look up stuff about it and the police as well. And now they have found the culprit. His name is David Zanstra. He's now 83 years old. And unfortunately, he was the pastor of their hometown in Philadelphia. And the story essentially goes that they're at a vocation Bible camp in 1975. And this man had, you know, been the pastor of their church and had kidnapped this girl and abused her and killed her. And it's just awful. And, hey, if this is triggering for you, uh, 131114 is the lifeline number. We want to, you know, really hope that you can go and to seek help. Um, for the, we, we understand it's a, it's a terrible thing. Uh, but I think what I, I want to highlight from this story two things. Firstly, uh, the idea of wolf in sheep's clothing and just to be really praying and grounded in Christ and really observing, particularly in the church space, because what what we're seeing is that it's not limited to outside the church, but it's inside the church as well, even though the degree, again, of such a thing as kidnapping is so small. And then if we we go further to abuse, obviously it's bigger, you know, non-kidnapping abuse and, and, you know, there's been royal commissions into the church of that and there's been particularly churches that have been far worse off than others in that space and so we want to encourage you you know be vigilant with the safety of your children that this isn't a typical thing that you would see from a pastor absolutely it's a, it's not. a very one-off unique yeah situation here yeah and and i think that's like the point of me highlighting these statistics that it's an incredibly low number and, and again out of these 115 people in 2002 you know, none of them were pastors so like in that particular yeah. year of kidnapping but when we're talking about you know sexual abuse in the church and and terrible things that can go down as well but the second thing i want to highlight is i want to read to you a bible verse from numbers 32 23 the bible says but if ye will not do so behold ye have sinned against the lord and mm. be sure ye your sin will find you mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. God is a God of justice. In fact, Jesus says that those yes. who hurt these little children, it is better for them in the judgment if they tie a millstone around their neck That's and it. throw it into the sea. As, as church people, as people who are living to follow Jesus, are some of the strongest 
against child abuse. And in fact, the Royal Absolutely. Commission that happened here in Australia into sex abuse in the church was spearheaded by church people. We don't want abusers we don't want at all. in the church. No. Like, we are fighting against it. And I'm proud to be a Seventh-day Adventist and to have organizations like AdSafe, which are just uh, really endeavoring to, you know, make our churches as safe as possible. Absolutely. And, you know, releasing information all the time. Hey, there's this person in the community. Watch out for them. Not in the church community. Like, there will just be people in the community. They'll send yeah. you, like, an, an email saying, hey, this is what's going on. Yeah, so, spot on. So we're doing our absolute best. But simultaneously, God is going to judge these people and... <laughs> there's like whether in this life or in you know in the judgment to come there will be judgment and it's it's he great is news. Justice, he is going to bring he? people That's to justice exactly for their it. awful crimes and you know this 83 year old pastor has been found out which is yeah. you know good to know he's going to be jailed but yeah he's going to have a lot to answer for in the judgment right you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different our next quiz question there, Lawson? What man whose mother looked out a window longing for his return from war with the mother and son both featured in a song performed by Deborah and Barak? Okay, let me read that again. What man whose mother looked out a window longing for his return from war with the mother and son both featured in a song in performed a song. by Deborah and Barak? Was it... Sisera, Rahab, Elisha, Jezebel, or Mikkel? If you know the answer to that one, 0491-064-669. Again, that pool of names, Sisera, Rahab, Elisha, Jezebel, or Mikkel. 0491-064-669. And our amazing prize this week is Daniel Wisdom for the Wise, which we will be drawing. We'll be giving for free out of our draw, which is happening on Friday. But again, that number, 0491 Zero six four six six nine. That's it, and you don't want to miss out. So that number again is zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. We're we're talking to Jennifer this morning. Hi, Jennifer. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, thank you. Great, great. Ooh. Yeah, we, we we've got a few things we were sharing that we were grateful for this morning. So I'm sure you've got some things that you'll be sharing with us that are really important that we can be grateful for knowing more. What have you got to share with us today? Well, the first thing about knowing is that uh, scientifically they found that when you know how the brain works, it works a lot smarter. Oh, so, right. <laughs> just is, by knowing how it works. Yeah, that's it. So when you understand the brain, and uh, and this is why this mind-body um, principle we've been talking about is so powerful, because yeah. when the brain is aware and it's conscious and it understands a principle or what's happening, the whole system picks up and works a lot smarter. Wow. So, Yep, so this is why I love teaching about how the brain works, how it connects to the body, and so we're going to continue on with this because it is important, and I find when you understand principles or you hear uh, how things work, it really does, one, it can help you, um, I think, learn, but it also helps you to be more comfortable with yourself and utilise whatever you have uh, mentally and emotionally to be able to function a lot better. Right. So we want to head in that direction. We want to go up the hill, not down the hill. And a lot of people have been going down that hill, mm. unfortunately. Um, 
but uh, I know I've had some good feedback from a few listeners that how this is really helpful. Yes. So I thought, well, let's continue on with this program or this this theme. Ab- um, absolutely. Love, yeah. love the brain stuff that you've been showing with us. Yes. So please. Oh, it's just fascinating. I, I love it too. It really helps me, gives me confidence that I'm learning and I know I can work a lot better than what I have been. So uh, I get a few things this morning. One is the brain is programmed programmed in the five senses so your brain has a five sense around video player and it records everything it can um most things are recorded if it's too traumatic it will it's like it goes straight over the head and does not it's not absorbed but most things we absorb and then we file away and we've got this five sense around video and uh, we're going to come back to that at another time when we're learning more about how can i use the brain but um, a good example that I, I saw this on a program, a science program on TV many years ago, and it was about brain surgery. And they found that when you operate on someone's brain, one, the brain doesn't have pain receptors. Mm. So they don't put knock you out consciously. You cannot see what's going on. <clears throat> but what happens is they um, actually will take some of the skull away and they use a little electric probe to be able to identify where they have to operate so because the brain is so packed and so important that they don't want to do any damage Mm. and they found that when they were using this little electric probe the person who was lying on the table couldn't feel any pain or anything but was having experiences they could smell roses and there were no roses in the room true yep they had visual images of um, different parts of their life that they could not have seen, you know, other than it was activated in the brain. So they could hear music. One person could hear classical music, but there was no music playing. And this is a good example of that memory bank, this video we have in our brain. Mm, so basically it's stored there and then just yes. by having an electric something trigger it, like the electric yes. probe, it actually probe. triggers mm. that, that part of the brain. That so de- memory. So yeah. the, the memory. So depending on yeah. where, where they're actually triggering it in the brain, yes. it will trigger that particular um, memory. Thing, memory. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And it, it, and it's the five senses, like to smell something, to hear something, to see something, mm. uh, even touch, sound, all of that came into play. So we, when we watch TV, we watch sight and sound, mm-hmm. but we're missing three other senses. But our video player in the brain is in the five senses. Sure. So any of those senses can activate a memory, which is interesting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so sometimes we wonder, why am I thinking of that? And then we go, oh, there's that smell over there <laughs> or there's you know something that visually, oh, I remember we're talking about that. That's why it's come up again. Because that's so, really interesting, Jennifer, hmm. what you're saying, because, you know, sometimes you can be having a conversation with someone, can't you, um, or in a group, and they'll say Ooh. something, but your mind goes completely somewhere else. Absolutely. But it's related to, it's triggered something that, yes. from what they've been talking about. Mm. And Absolutely. so you kind of need to go to, the, mm. to, to those that you're talking to, you kind of got to go, hang on, let me give you the connection here where my yes. mind's gone. Like that's almost because they'll yeah. go like, what? That's not what we're talking about, but it is in your brain. Mm. Okay. Yes. Wow. We, we go, what was I thinking about that? I haven't thought about that for ages, but that's because something in the five senses has been a trigger. 
mm. and it's brought up that memory. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we, we can't, obviously, the brain would go into overload and blow up if we ha- could remember everything at the same time. It's yeah. impossible. So the brain is selective, and if it doesn't like something, a memory, it will shut it down, and this is where trauma gets embedded. Um, But anyway, we're not going to go there today. We're looking at how the brain works, but it's just giving you examples of how powerful our brain is. Okay, so, and we've talked about every thought goes to every part of the body, every cell of the body. Mm. We've talked about positive and negative thoughts, Um, but there's a couple of great examples. One is, uh, I love the Peanuts cartoons, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure a lot of people do. They can often really hit that chord, you know, as an example or a learning process. And this was um, uh, Linus, and uh, he was walking down, and Lucy was telling, and it was Peanuts actually, telling him to walk straight she said because he was walking with his head down going along and she said uh when you're depressed you've got to walk with your head down and if you've noticed depressed people slump Mm -hmm. head down don't Mm -hmm. look up Mm -hmm. shoulders hunched and this is what the cartoon was showing Mm -hmm. and she said if you she said if you want to um feel good you've got to walk look up and you know so stand up and look up if you want to be happy when you're depressed, <laughs> sort of, it's like a bit of one of those uh, oddities. Yeah. But it was pointing out, if you want to feel good, you've got to stand up straight, look up um, and, or look ahead. But so this is our posture is very powerful um, when we, with our mood. And what you're saying too, it's got to be a conscious effort then, doesn't it? Because like oh, the does. easy thing to do when you're depressed is to have yes. your head down yes. and to have your shoulders slumped, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But the change in what you're saying is that the body change in posture can actually change yes. our mood. Mm. Absolutely. Wow. And this is uh, what Peanuts was saying. This is my depressed stance and he was, you know, head down, slumped. When you're depressed, it makes a lot of difference how you stand. Mm. The worst thing you can do is straighten up and hold your head up high. Then you're going to start to feel better. Mm. So, And then this is where it's a, the oddity. If you're going to get any joy out of being depressed, you've got to stand like this. So, <laughs> So yeah. it's, it's very well said, but being aware of our posture because every part of the body is connected. Wow. So, yeah, and that will indicate you can tell how people are feeling and how they're going just by nonverbals and posture. But if they change that, it changes the brain, it changes the chemical balance. Mm. So we're this whole package when it comes to mind, emotions, and uh, what we're doing. So this is this is very important. Well, I, so, love, I love what you just said that it changes the chemical balance in the it brain. It does. Wow. It does. Yeah. And this is where laughter is one of those things. They say laughter is the best medicine, and mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Even if you look at someone smiling or laughing, it uplifts your hormones. It gives you the uh, endorphins, that what they call the happy hormones. Yes. So that's important. Mm. Yeah. I think that kind of highlights, you know, as you said, it's like keeping your head up, you know, laughing mm. and whatnot. I think this highlights also the importance of spending time with other people when you're feeling down in the dumps because, yes. you know, it's like, okay, I'm supposed to laugh because I'm sad. And then it's like, okay, but 
I find myself, if I'm in that position, I'm not going to like laugh at a funny video or something if I'm sad. It's like, like what, what is that going to do for me? Mm. Whereas rather, like when, when you spend time with people who are laughing, who are joyous about life, it's contagious. And so it, it picks you up. It, it mm. absolutely does. I don't, I, I've just been so blessed like that. I think in my worst times, like being able to go to church and spend time with people who are mm. happy and to laugh with them and whatnot. It's like always, choose, like I can go into church just feeling, like, man, I just don't want to, don't want to get out of bed tomorrow. Like I don't, I don't want to get out of bed today. Like I'm struggling. Yes. And then it's like, man, I'm so glad you know, and you'll end up spending all day at church and, and going yes, to dinner right. that night with your yeah. friends and whatnot. Yes. It's like, oh, Oh man, I can't believe I almost missed out on this because I feel so much better after spending time with people who are happy and who are encouraging me. Like it's just, it's just, and you don't need to even vocalize and say like you're having any problems. It's just through spending that time, it it changes the posture, it changes the mood. You know? Oh, it does. It changes your biochemical balance. Oh, that's awesome. Absolutely. But one of the things um, that, that with that is that. If we're feeling sad or upset or not happy, Mm. to sit with it, don't accept it. Get Mm. the brain to say, yes, I'm having a sad day today, but it won't stop me, or I'm having a depressed day or a down day. It won't stop me from getting up and having my breakfast and going for that walk or visiting so-and-so. So it's important that we don't let our mood dictate what we do. I like Mm. that. Mm. And so being aware of how we're feeling, um, sure, if we're feeling great, I mean, you get up and the sun's out and the sun's coming through the window and you can hear the birds, it's very refreshing and it can pick you up. Mm-hmm. But if you're feeling sad, you can still do that. Don't put the blind down, don't shut the window, put yourself in those environments like you were saying, uh, Lawson, that are going mm-hmm. to help you to be uplifted. Um, mm-hmm. But when you laugh and smile, it definitely picks up because they've done studies that show the hormonal changes. And endorphins is your biggest one. They're called the happy hormones. Mm. And they're, they're hundreds of times more powerful than morphine or any drug that you can have. Um, mm. And I found my father had, when he was with us, had a lot of pain. He was in pain most of the time. And I found that when I was with him and I got him laughing and doing, you know, focusing on things that way, the end of it, he'd say, oh, it was so good. I couldn't feel my pain. Yes. Mm. Well, fascinating. So Mm. if we want to help people in pain, be kind, engage them, uh, find funny things to share with them or things you can share of interest that are going to uplift their spirit. Mm. Um, so there's a lot we can do. We've got to stop looking at ourselves and go, how can I help someone today? What can I do to cheer someone up? Um, mm. And so really sharing positive stories with them and like you mm. say, you know, so yes. it's just being around with them. And I love that what you're saying, um, Jennifer, and don't let our mood dictate what we do. Hey, so No, absolutely so- not. So just in our closing, um, just a bit less than a minute we've got here, Jennifer, what, if, what are mm-hmm. some closing words that you'd like to us to, um, to finish off with for us today? Well, have more belly laughs. If you have a belly laugh, it's like a 10-minute <laughs> aerobic workout. We have some here. We like oh, it. Don't yeah. we? We have I know you do. When I make fun of Tanuda, you know, like we really. Oh, <laughs> he gives me a hard time. 
<laughs> so get out there and laugh. Find funny things, please. It'll help. <laughs> oh, thanks, Jennifer. Really appreciate what you've had to share with us mm. and, and um, take away thoughts. Yeah, have a lot of belly laughs and don't let our mood dictate what we do. Uh, That's thanks, it. Thanks again, Jennifer. We look forward to hearing from you again next week. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.